Blessings, how's everybody doing? This is Mark 8 Ministries, where we believe in the 34th verse of Mark 8, where Jesus says, If anyone wants to follow me, let him first deny himself, take up his cross, and follow him. I'm your host, Adrian Brooks, along with Nicole. Hello, everyone. And this is part two of Praise the Promotion in the Midst of the Pandemic. And just to pick up from where the first podcast left off, I basically got fired and um, I had to call Nicole up. So when I called you, babe, and you told me that you already knew, you kind of had a feeling. What what was going through your mind? Actually, it was Friday that you kind of had a, a crazy look on your face, but I didn't really. I, no, it, it actually was um, Sunday night. Um, we were just, you know, going over what was going to happen the next day, um, the start of the week. And you told me that you had to go into the office. And I, I did have a crazy look on my face because you typically didn't have to go into the office um, only if there was a meeting or if you needed to pick up paperwork or things of that nature. So my mind um, now I'm a thinker, guys. So my mind is just going through all the possible scenarios of why he would have to go to work and he wasn't sure why he had to go into work so you know it just plagued me a little bit so um it's monday morning i'm getting ready to go to work um and i think i had arrived at work no i take that back i'm sorry i was going on my way to work i opened the car door to get in and the lord said Adrian's getting fired today and you know immediately I dismissed it I'm like oh that's the enemy whatever that's I mean he does what he's supposed to do um he's a great worker he always works with a smile anything they ask you know he does um he's a leader on the job all the the good things you know he does he doesn't miss work so I'm like man the enemy is trying to test me on a Monday morning I you, you know it's uh, the traffic is bad because in Ohio, you know, the weather is crazy. And I'm like, whatever, I don't got time for this. I dismiss it. So um, I get a text from Adrian. It was probably, oh, around nine or so in the morning. It said, it may have been earlier, I'm not certain, but it said, call me on your lunch. So, um, and I worked at a school, so I actually had a break and I believe I called him on his, on my break and I said, you know, what's going on? What happened at work? And he was like, I got fired. And, you know, despite the Lord already telling me that he was going to get fired, I was in shock. Like, wait a minute, you got fired? Like quit playing. And truly, um, they had fired him. Um, but, um, I, I, if you know the Lord, guys, you know that the Lord will use people, whether they're in the kingdom or not, to get his um, will accomplished on this earth. So I'm not, you know, looking back on the situation, I'm not angry with the people for firing Adrian because it was God's will for our lives. Um, God had to close the door at that job for a new door to be opened for us to just advance um, not only in him but in our lives and um, and the advancement in him was okay we've got to trust him um, Lord we know that we've been in this situation where there is no job um, 
but you know we also know that you provided for us when you know there was no income coming in Amen. and so adrian and i had the conversation we prayed we got off the phone i went back to work and you know people around are like what's going on i'm like adrian just lost his job they're like what you know and it just um it, it, it gave me an opportunity although i was in my humanness a little fearful of what the next steps would be i had to show um my faith in god that god would take care of us you know and in not only not only demonstrating it for them but reiterating it to myself that god is faithful his word doesn't change we can trust him and so you know that's on my break a few hours later i get a text from adrian i got a job offer in atlanta i'm like god you are so amazing only you can take a person from being fired to a new job being offered within hours i mean door slammed shut one place door thrown wide open in another and in a matter of hours so don't tell me what god can't do for you in a moment we get so caught up on a negative situation and how we view it. But if we just change our perspective and and see how God wants to use that, what we feel as negative or uncomfortable situation and use it to not only advance us, but to advance his kingdom. So I remember um, asking Adrian after he got this interview offer um, or opportunity, I remember asking him, do you think you would have taken that interview? You think you would have driven down or, you know, went to Atlanta if you had still been working with the company you were just fired from? Absolutely not. And he said no. So God had to close the door on that job to get Adrian in the position to move our family to a different level and in a different direction. And so I'm just so thankful that God will use whoever and whatever he needs to to get us where he needs us to be. Um, and it just, you know, it just, I, I get so emotional thinking about it because he's always proving himself to us. You know, he, he doesn't need to do it. I mean, he, we should look in the Bible. He, it's proof there. That's enough proof to last for, you know, thousands and thousands of years. But he continues to do it for each and every one of us all the time. So it's just, you know, sometimes more than what we can stand. But, okay, so now Adrian has decided that he's taking these job offers in Atlanta. So we're really looking at, okay, this thing is becoming real. We need to uproot our family and, you know, go on to... Um, a new territory yeah. um, and increasing our territory. So, you know, we talk and we're like, okay, how are we going to manage this? Um, so coronavirus comes and it's like, okay, Lord, you tripping. Like, okay, I know you close the door on the job and he's got other offers, but now the coronavirus, like what? How are we supposed to manage this on top of this crazy pandemic? But guys, let me tell you, again, when God does things, he does them well. And although the coronavirus is a pandemic, 
let me tell you how we were able to operate during the pandemic. So, you know, schools and most businesses shut down. Um, and again, I worked in the school, so I got to be home with my children while they learn. And um, and so during this time, you know, Adrian has gone to the interviews. They're gone. They've gone well. And I'm like, okay, Lord, we, I, I, I gotta. I'm a researcher. I, I like to get information, as much information as I can before I move in a certain direction. And so I'm like, okay, so Lord, if this is really happening, I need to find out where in the Atlanta area will be living because I absolutely wasn't going to live in the city. It's just, I'm not a city girl. So it, it was too much for me. And I didn't want my children to, to, um, be in the city. So I'm like, okay, Lord, there's so many, um, smaller cities on the outskirts, although they're larger from what we came from, you know, um, where, where do you want us? Where, where do you want us to rest? And so I began looking. Um, now, y'all, I had a whole bunch of sleepless nights because, like I said, I'm a researcher. So I'm not only looking at cities, I'm looking at schools and I'm looking at um, demographics and all sorts of things that will um, have an effect on our family. So I remember just having a lot of work after a hard days of work from you just a lot of stuff that you wanted me to check out this area that area this house that house so yes so we decided um as a couple that adrian would come down and um you know it would be best for him to start roots here in um, Georgia while the kids were still in school. So our plan before the pandemic hit was, you know, spring break, everybody come down, we'll kind of scout the land and see where we want to be. Well, the pandemic stopped that, you know, God does things the way he wants us to. So that didn't work that way. So we decided that Adrian would um, stay with his brother who were so gracious brother and our sister-in-law were gracious to them for hosting him while you know he was um, putting down roots and um, so that means I'm at home with the kids with virtual learning so any of you who have kids know that virtual learning will test your patience really um, so again y'all I work in a school I'm used to um, I do one-on-one -on -one with children. So I'm used to, you know, um, helping with the education process. My then five-year-old says to me, mommy, I want a new teacher. <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, Lord, <laughs> this is so hard. So we are dealing with the pandemic. Adrian is in Georgia, you know, nice weather. And he talk about it's sunny, showing, you know, taking pictures, texting them to me. I'm like, this dude don't even know that it's cold out here. I'm trying to manage kids um, in different grades in their learning process. And I, I'm not working. So um, I'm like, this is stressful. And on top of that, we've got to find somewhere to live uh, several states away. So needless to say, I was stressed out. But God is so faithful. And hindsight is always 2020. But looking back, um, I was telling some friends that if the pandemic did not come when it did, I would have been searching for a home for our family, school district for our kids, on top of 
handling, you know, after school work for the kids and my work with Adrian being gone. So God allowed me to be at home, help the kids with their work. But while they're, you know, doing their work, I can be doing my own thing, trying to research where we should be. And, and looking back now, how would you have been able to do all that? I mean, you would have had to drop Nicholas off early in the morning, go to work. Yes. Pick him up from school. Right. That would have been doing it. It would have been a lot. Um, God would have sustained me and I know that, but I'm so grateful that I didn't have to do that um, because we were um, sheltering in place. So, um, again, just praying and asking the Lord, you know, where we should be, God, where do you want our family to be? Um, Because that's so important that we line up with God's will. Um, oftentimes we want to get out ahead. Okay, God shows us a glimpse of something and we want to get out ahead of it. We want to jump the gun. We want to jump the gun. And it's so important to move in step with the Father. Um, you know what? When you say that now, it, it all ties back into this. Um, when God was telling me about finding a Jethro and the, just the move, the Exodus move out of Egypt. Not straight to Canaan, but in the wilderness state. So you had to had to learn in that wilderness state. So Adrian um, is down in Georgia. I'm in Ohio. You know, we're we're doing it. We're researching it, and you know, I'm giving Adrian, sending him addresses. Okay, check this house out, and Man. you know, drive past this school, see what it's Man. like. Um, and him and his brother, they would, and, and sometimes my sister-in-law and my little nephew, uh, again, I'm so grateful to them, but they would just, you know, take him around and, you know, and he would go and I'm like, no, that ain't it. <laughs> and, and anyone who knows me knows that I am particular. And I'm so grateful that my husband understands that about me. Um, so he, on some occasions would be like, no, you wouldn't like that one. Um, and so um, we get to spring break and, uh, you know, I'm Adrian. So let me let me just tell you guys this. So about every other weekend, Adrian, during this time, would drive home. He'd work on Friday, sleep for a few hours, leave Georgia about midnight, get to Ohio about eight, nine, ten, you know, depending on what time he would leave. Spends, you know, Saturday with us. Sunday, he'd get on the road and go back to Georgia. So, you know, we did this for uh, two months. Off and on. Two months. Every other weekend, just about, uh, I think, one couple weeks there, you did it back to back on weekends. But so, you know, I'm grateful that God sustained him through that process. Uh, Anything could have happened on the road. But um, it's spring break and he comes home and we all drive to Georgia, Adrian and Nye and the kids, um, because it's spring break and we wanted to follow through the, with the plan with on spring break, we come and scout the land up. So I found this home that I really liked. I mean, I really, really liked it. It had enough space for us um, and it, it gave us an, an, a bonus area that um, Adrian could set up his studio. So it's perfect. We get here. We contact the property company and we can't see the home. Now I'm like, okay, Lord, 
I didn't pop up on this house by mistake. Schools are great. The home is in the type of neighborhood I want and it has everything in the house that we need that, you know, to fulfill our family. And it was just like, okay, Lord, we can't see the home. So I drive by while we're, um, Adrian's at work and I drive by the home and I'm like, Lord, this, this gotta be it. But there's another house around the corner from it. We were able to see. So we look at it and I'm like, well, maybe this is it because we had access to it right away. And it just, you know, it, it felt like, like the, the owners of the house we wanted just were like dragging her feet or just wasn't answer. I mean, I, I know that coronavirus was out, but it seemed like, you know, everybody else, every other company that when we were able to get into the house and see it, they were just like, well, here's the code to it. Go check it out and lock the door when you're done. I mean, they're still trying to make a little bit of money during this pandemic. But this other this particular home that we were looking at, it was like we could not get anybody to respond. And so it just kind of felt like maybe this isn't it. I called a couple numbers with that property ended up talking to a maintenance man that was in Florida, same company, but he was just in Florida. And he recommended to me to um, just go ahead and fill the application out. Somebody would, would get in touch with us then. But I was like, man, the application, I mean, it's a hundred dollars. Who puts in the application on something they haven't seen? You know, usually you get to walk around the house first and, you know, look inside and see if you really want it. And so this was, to me, was like a faith walk because I, I didn't want to give up no hundred dollars to on a on a maybe. Yeah, it it felt like sight unseen, and that's where the scripture comes into mind. We walk by faith, not by sight. So um, we had to just trust the process and <laughs> pay the money, um, and you know we paid it and. The next day, we got a congratulations, you're approved. Um, that's like Thursday, because that Friday, the day before uh, the kids and I were headed back, we had to put a deposit down on the house. Um, and we needed to do that so that the house wouldn't go public and be on the market for anybody to um, be able to to lease so again so we put the hundred dollars down for the application fee sight unseen um, ex except for driving by the house and seeing what they had online um, then the very next day we needed to put down a deposit and it was um, let's say a, a nice or a pretty penny um, wasn't anything small it was it was substantial it, it broke us <laughs> it, it didn't break us thank god for the thank god for the stimulus check of coronavirus <laughs> so it didn't break us but it, it was it was a nice chunk of change and so again um, i go to the bank get out a cashier's check for this deposit and i'm praying like you know i'm i'm 
having a conversation. I mean, it's prayer, but I'm having a conversation with God. Like, God, for real, this is what you want us to do. You want us to put all this money down on a house that we haven't even stepped foot into. So let me let me add this to I remember what um, Pastor Sean, your brother, told me once that, you know, when before they got their house, that he walked the land and prayed over it. I remember um, on a lunch break that I, I came to this to this area and um, just walked around the house, the outside and, and prayed over it. And I probably looked like a crazy man because it was people outside. But I, I, you know, I just pray. I pray like nobody was there. That's right. And um, so that's what we did. We, I took it to the office. I gave them the cashier's check and they wrote me out a receipt. And um, we didn't even get the keys then, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even right. get the keys. They were like, oh, it's not going to be ready for another couple of days. Uh, so, no, it was like, what? It was a couple of weeks. It, yeah, it was a couple of weeks. And it was so frustrating because it's like, okay, we, we we're doing this stuff. When you when you contact the company, you email them, you you expect a response maybe the next business 24 day. to 48 hours. Man, it took them like four or five days. They would, oh, it was, it was frustrating. But I, one thing that I can say that we learned from this process is who's who do you have your faith in who are you trusting um and and god although there were some emails and some phone calls that we made that didn't get answered for days god was with us every step of the way reassuring us um to trust him despite what it looks like and so weeks later adrian um got the keys and was able to come in and um, and that's how we made this place our home. And I, I, I'm trying to think how I got the keys. Oh, they, they had a, um, lock box on there and they gave me, they finally gave me the code and, uh, they had a couple keys in there or whatever. But, uh, I remember just FaceTiming Nicole, going through the house, um, starting upstairs and working our way down and getting to the basement where I'm like, that's the room. According to the pictures, that's the room that I'm going to use as a studio. And I remember looking up to the left and seeing some guitar hooks, meaning that whoever had this prior had some type of music room in here. And that was just like confirmation for me that, yeah, we got the right home. So um, I, I can just truly say that um, this whole experience um, from Adrian being fired to a pandemic to moving to a, a new state um, in the midst of the pandemic, um, finding a home and a school system, uh, sight unseen, and everything working. I could say flawlessly. I mean, we had to wait sometimes, but yeah. there were no hiccups, y'all. Like nothing crazy going on where, you know, it was like, ah, oh, did we miss a step or anything? You know, nothing like that. I must say, like, the neighborhood is nice. When we, when we uh, actually came down with the U-Haul and start moving in, you know, people were we we received what a uh, um, a poster on our mailbox. Right? 
Our next door neighbor, um, their kids, they wrote um, welcome to the neighborhood poster for us on, and they put it on our mailbox and our neighbor, another neighbor um, next to them um, came out and asked if they need, did we need help moving things in? And, you know, cause we hadn't had a chance to go to the store. Do we need any water or anything? I mean, just it, God, when God does it, when God is in it, when you make God the center of it all, he does everything well. He doesn't miss a step. And can I say um, to parents out there who, you know, you love your kids and, you know, you want them to get the best of everything and education is important for me. So I'm like scouring the school systems, um, trying to find a school district that is great for my kids. And so um, I call and got a hold of um, uh, it's like a liaison for the school system. Um, and she told me can, to me, she said, can I tell you that you chose one of the best schools in the district to move to? And that was confirmation for me, like, because God knew that was my prayer. God, I, I don't want to I don't want to move my children, uproot them from what they know and go to a place that um, isn't on the same level or above where they are. And for her to say that to me, she didn't know that was my prayer, but for her to say that to me unknowingly, that it's one of the best in the district, I'm like, God, you, you are so amazing. You love us so much that you answer even the small things that we're concerned about. And I'm reminded of the scripture, Revelations 3, 7, the second part of the verse, it says, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it for you have a little strength, have kept my word and have denied not my name. And I, I just am just so in love with God because he closed the door for Adrian at his old position to open the gate to bigger and better. And <laughs> I mean, in, in every aspect, and I don't, I don't say it to brag. I don't say this because all. it's, it's all God. To God be the glory. And he, he took us from, you know, a, a small <laughs> three bedroom, bedroom one, bath, one bath townhouse townhouse. Yes. To a five bed, four bath house down here in Atlanta. Better school district. Um, it's one of, you know, the top 30 of the state. Um, and again, like Adrian said, it's not to brag on us because we had nothing to do with it. Um, if it wasn't for God, we would still be in that same place. Um, grateful. We were grateful um, for the place, but um, faithful over little. He'll make you rule over much. There it is. That's it. So, so um, guys, I just want to encourage you all to continue the process, you know, even when it looks like your prayers aren't getting answered, you're not getting the response that you feel like you should get in a timely manner. Um, 
just keep seeking after God. Um, He is right there. Uh, Like the scripture says, we have little strength. It's not in us that any of us, or it's not in us for us to do the work. It's God that does the work. We have to just give over our will to him. And once we do that, he will fling that door wide open for you to go through. And when he opens it, no one can take it from you. Right. But you have to be willing to do it his way. So I think that's a good place where we can um, just uh, seek the Lord. Father, we just come to you, first of all, giving you thanks for who you are, God. There is none like you, Lord. We're so grateful, Lord, that you love us enough to take care of the smallest desires, the smallest concerns that we have, God. Lord, I thank you that we can trust you, God. I thank you that you never change, Lord. We can count on you despite what it looks like, God. Um, Just thank you for who you are, God. I, I pray that this testimony reaches someone, Lord, who is seeking an answer from you, Lord, and and they're almost to their point of giving up, breaking down, Lord, and doing it their own way, Lord. So, Lord, I pray that you just minister to them right now, God, as they are hearing this, Lord. Help them to hang on, Lord, for just a little while longer, God, because oftentimes when we're getting to our breaking point, God, our answer is right around the corner. That's the enemy's attempt to get us off course, Lord. So I pray for sustaining power in you. Yeah. Thank you, Father God. Um, Joy comes in the morning what I hear. I hear joy comes in the morning. Somebody is going through something right now. Um, yes, hang, hang on, hang on. Joy comes in the morning. Testimonies, testimonies after testimonies. The Bible shows it. You have to hold on to what you know, which is the Bible. The Bible is the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth and the light. So just follow, seek him, seek him. Forget everything else right now. Just seek God and believe that he will. He will move it for you. We have the faith through him that we can move mountains. We can change our situations. We just got to keep him, keep our eyes steadfast on you. So we just thank you, God. In your Father, name we pray. Amen. Jesus name.